I get to Vach. I want to start with a Shaila. I'll start with a Shaila today. Just to sort of kick off today's topic. This week's topic, Hashem. I want to start with an email that I received from somebody. Um, the email goes like this. The email says, Hey Rabbi, I have an interesting Shaila for you. By the way, whenever... People often say this, you know, oh, they call, call me up and I have a really interesting shyness. I'm like gearing up for like some really crazy, wacky shyness. Like, so my milchik spoon was by Mr. I'm like, oh, come on, give me something juicy, give me something good, you know? Baruch Hashem. I get a lot of emails from different people. I got emails just last week from wacky places, much wacky places, a whole bunch of wacky places. That's where I got emails from. I got from Chweis, from Croatia, from, from, from Bulgaria, from Mexico, from, from Brooklyn. Mamish, completely wacky. Mamish, like, no Zionists. You know, whatever. Baruch Hashem. So, this one of my side reads like this. Baruch Hashem. Williamsburg. Okay, let's go. This one, so I listened to the Shaila Rabbi Isai. It's, it's a very, it's an interesting Shaila, and it's a Shaila Sagayat to today in this week's topic, Beis Hashem. And, and you may think when you think of the Shaila, like, seriously, come on. But the Maisa, people do ask these questions, and it bothers them. They want to know what Dalach is, what's the Das Hashem, what is the Ratzin Hashem, what is the Rabban Shemon for me, and what does the Torah say? So listen to this, here's the Shaila. If somebody is a shul and gets a little too close to a blade fan that is running, and their hair gets stuck in the fan and wound around so that there's no way to get loose without cutting the hair. What should they do? If it happened on Friday night, are they obligated to sit in shul all night of Shabbos? Or is there any room to give permission for somebody to cut the hair? Now, Rabbi Sai, this is, I'm reading Mamish word for word. Word for word. If there's an if there's an Arab, I don't know if there's an Arab. I'm not sure if it would change or not. I don't know. Okay, I I did not come up with the shayla. This is this. all right, Rabbi Sai. So let's you might build a rock. We'll talk about that. No, we have a lot to talk about. Okay, we'll get to that. Ah, Rabbi Sai, the boys are back. Hashem. Okay, so I just want to read to you, Rabbi Sai, Loshen. I want to read you a Loshen of the Eiligam Sham. The Eiligam Sham says, and I remember. Sitting many, many times by Goyna Godel, maybe we'll get an opportunity also, by Goyna Godel, Rabbi Zul Obach, Shlita Rabbi Zul Obach, as we know, is the son of Agoyin, Rabbi Shlomo Zalman Zatzal, the son-in-law, hand-picked by Rabbi Yashiv Zatzal, brother-in-law of Rabbi Chaim Kenevsky Zatzal, mom is surrounded by Gedolei Torah, and he himself, a Godel, Godel Batoira as well, so I remember him telling me, he did Shemesh by his father-in-law, Rabbi Yashiv, that when Rabbi Yashiv heard the name Marsham, so he got a pachat, Marsham. Listen to the words of the Marsham. I quote, Hilchus Shabbos, Nochut It's very, very important. It's so easy for a person to come to Hil Shabbos. That's why we have to learn Hilchus Shabbos. That's what we're doing over here, right? And one example, there's only one example that the Eilig of Marsham brings about how important it is to learn Hilchus Shabbos and what you may do if you don't learn Hilchus Shabbos. So the Heilige Marsham, you can look this up by my side. It's in Tchelis Modra, Tchelis Gimel Dinning, the Shabbos Hagadol Chedusha Dinim Ois Kuf Mem Zayin. The Marsham says, Kamai, for example, what is the one example that he would pick out of the Lama Tes all 39 prohibited activities on Shabbos Kodesh? Which one did he pick? This one. Kamai Hatoylesh Sitzin Shel Ar 
How easy is it for a person to, by mistake, or maybe even intentionally without even knowing, or maybe he never even came to the Shurim and therefore he doesn't know it's also, pick some skin, pick a piece of hair, a piece of nail. It's very Nagaya. It's very Nagaya. It happens sometimes, right? And you know, we get very, very, we get very, like, upset when people tell us off. I'll tell you, Mordecai Meister of Shinshar Pickers was once walking in the streets of Bnei Barak. He was walking in Bnei Barak. And he was walking down the street, and there was a guy there, hiding his nails. Right? It happens sometimes. Someone once came to the Heilige Chazanish. And uh, he was biting his nails. Baby was nervous, sitting in front of the God of Lador. And the Chazanish said to him, Chil Shabbos! He was biting his nails at the time. He's like, Rebbe, it's Wednesday today. Calm down. It's Wednesday. There's no Chil Shabbos. So the Chazanish, no. Because if you're doing it on Wednesday, you're probably going to do it on Shabbos also. Right? So Shinshah Pickers is walking down the street, and he sees a fellow biting his nails, which is very common. And he wasn't sure, should I tell the guy, should I not tell the guy, what's his reaction going to be? He decided, Shabbos Kodesh, I'm going to tell him. And he says to him, excuse me sir, but Shabbos Kodesh, bite your nails. So the guy, so he was waiting for like a punch. He was like standing back, he was ready to go. Right? It's like sometimes, you know, when you pie someone, you, you stand back. Because you, you, you never know what the reaction is going to be, right, Yosef? You never know what the reaction is going to be, right? And if he's bigger than you, then... Whew. So anyway, so Shinshin Pinkus, the master wasn't sure the reaction. And the guy gives him a hug. Says, thank you so much. How often do we have that reaction when someone says to us, no, Shabbos, or no, talking to the best or whatever it may be. We have the reaction, Shkoyach, thank you for being me. thank you for reminding me. I didn't know it was us, I didn't know whatever... We have to be careful. So the Ayla Gemarasham brings this as the example, and it's so common. People don't know, for example, which we'll discuss, Be'ez Hashem, the Gemara knows, the Shulchan Aruch, and the end of the Mishin Megimel, which is the Alochus of Combs. We'll talk about that, Be'ez Hashem. We'll talk about nails, we'll talk about skin on the lip, very, very negay in the winter when the person has chapped lips, and it starts to get very dry, and you can bite them off, whether you pull it off, bite it off. These are all shilas that are very, very negaya and very important for a person to remember, right? That's why we have to know what the halacha is in this case. So we'll start like this, Rabbi Say, As we start with all the malachas, we begin. Where was this malacha in the Mishkan? This is the malacha of Goizez, one of the Lamates malachas, which was when they sheared the animal of the wool on its skin. That's what they did in the Mishkan. We know the Gemara in Shabbos and Gimel tells us that anything that was done in the Mishkan is included in a Malacha Shabbos Kodesh, right? As we learned already last week, as you guys are learning morning Seder, Baruch Hashem. Therefore, if it was done in the Mishkan, it's also in Shabbos Kodesh. Okay? Dynamo with me so far? So far, so good. Yeah? Debbie, good? Gavaldi. Now, let me ask the Oilem Akasha. A simple kasha. First of all, let's just define the Rambam in Hilchah Shabbos says that to be over on the Issa Da'oraisa, it has to be done with a kli. Why? Because the normal way of doing it is with a kli. How do you shear off the wool of a sheep, of an animal? With a kli, you don't do it with your hands. And therefore, the way to be over on an Issa Da'oraisa on Shabbos will be with a kli, with a utensil, something that's normally done in that way. If it's done with your hand, that will be a durabonon. Now, let me ask the Oilem a very important kasha. And then it's like this. This is the Yisoyed in Uchah Shabbos. It's good to start with this, and we'll get to the Pratim and the details as we continue. There's something called the Malacha She'ena Tzricha Lagufa, right? Which means that when I do a Malacha, but I don't need the item 
that I'm doing the malacha on. Right? The Gemara means examples of digging a hole. I don't need the, the hole or the dirt, depending how you learn, whatever it is. And we're going into it now. But I don't need the item that I'm doing the malacha on. That's called the malacha she'ena suicha legufa. I don't need it for itself. Now, you cannot be chayev for that. So everybody asks on the malacha of geizes, when you take a piece of skin, or you take a piece of nail, or you take a hair, when you comb your head, and it pulls out a piece of hair, do you need that hair, Mailuch? You don't need the hair, you don't need the skin, and you don't need the nail. So it's a malacha, shein tzricha legufa. So it's a malacha, shein tzricha no, no. So it's a malacha, shein tzricha You with me? Menachem. You got it? Yes or no? There's a problem here, because... Every goes then would never be a malacha shetzricha legufa. Would always be a malacha sheinet shetzricha legufa. Anybody with me? Yes. And therefore, whether using the you might. That's true. Could be drabon and osa. But if it's a malacha shetzricha legufa, that's a daraisa. Malacha sheinet shetzricha legufa will be more cold than that. So every goes is a malacha sheinet shetzricha. Ooh, says Asha. Right, Tully, you're listening? This is Gavaldic. Zuk Asha. That I need it not to be there. We get it. Why not? I don't want the knot in my hair when I comb my head. Therefore, I don't want the knot there. I pull it out. I'm very happy about it. That's Michele. That's that's not a malacha. I don't need the item I'm doing the malacha on. Say that, but right now I'm coming and I want my head to be nice and neat. So therefore, when I have a knot, that's bothering me. That's what Ash was saying. I don't want it there. But okay, could be. But even if it's true, either one of you, it doesn't make it makes it into Doesn't help me. Comes along Rabbi Sai, the Heiligerivosh. The Heiligerivosh, you look at the beginning of Simashin Mem, the Bealocha brings down this Rivosh. The Rivosh says that in the Mishkon. Why did they do goizes many times? And this is going to be very negay when we eat chicken on Shabbos. We'll talk about it, Beis Hashem, depending on which haksha you go. Right? It's a very big shayla, which haksha? Right, yeah? Big shayla, which haksha? We'll talk about the haksham coming up this week. The oilim are like, what? I can't eat this haksha. All my life, I went time I came to Israel and I took pictures. I went to that restaurant. Come on! There's Jewish people in there. It must be kosher. Let's not get into all the names. I'm going to be, you know, it's on video, so I'm going to be in trouble. Okay, let's go. There was a guy with a beard there eating it. Must be okay. What do you think, Rabbi Isai? Chaim, you ready for this? McDonald's says kosher. All right, Rabbi Isai. Comes along the Heiliger Rivosh. And the Rivosh says, why did they do geysers in the Mishkan? Many times it wasn't for the hair that they took off the skin. It was to make the skin look nicer. It was to make it smooth. Zog the Rivosh in the Mishkan. They did it to make, to make the skin smoother. I've been attacking the or the skin around it. Mimele Zog the Rivosh. When you have a piece of skin and it bothers you, it shouldn't be there. I don't want it there. It's not nice. And I take it off and through that, I've been miyapa, I've improved the areas of Duran, the same idea as well on a different derech. If you've improved the area, that's called the malacha shetrika laguva, even though I don't need the skin or the nail or the hair. There was wool in Nishkan. But many times the geysers was also the stage afterwards, which was they had to remove, and also for the leather, which is, which is when, they're also, 
That also, but since we find geysers also, was when they didn't need the hair per se, they needed the surface underneath it, maybe the same thing would be by us with the hair, skin, or nails. Yes, sir? addiction to peeling off their nails on Travis. It wouldn't be, what do you call it? It wouldn't be because they don't want it there, it's just because they can't... That could... Good. So Menachem is saying a good svar. What happens if a person, for example, has a splinter by his nail? Now, by the way, I don't want to go into the sugi now because we are not learning Semen Shen Chov Ches, but if we were learning Semen Shen Chov Ches, we would be discussing if a person has a splinter stuck between the nail, Tully, and the skin, that's Pikuach Nefesh, calling an ambulance on Shabbos Kodesh. Right, a person can die from the pain that you have a splinter between, exactly between the nail and the skin. Right? Okay? So it's Pikuach Nefesh, a person has to call, uh, call an ambulance on Shabbos Kodesh, if a person has Chas Fashonim Alenu, such a thing, very dangerous. But let's say a person has a splinter by the nail, the only way to get rid of the splinter is removing some of the nail. So there's not the Pshat that I need the nail off because I want it to look nicer. Right, Chaim, that's not the pshat, ironed off, you with me? That's not pshat, I want the nail off to look nicer. The pshat is, I just need it off in order to take out the splinter. Therefore, according to the Rivosh and the Ran, you would say in both cases that would be a drabonan. That's the Malachash and the Gufa. Because there, the Kuleyalma, I don't have the Svara that we said in the Mishkan, the Fee, the Rot, the Rat, the Rivosh, and the Ran, that I need it to be off. I don't need to be off, I need it for a side reason. That's the Malachash and the Gufa. Absolutely. Absolutely. As in, as in many malachas, because why? Malacha makshevas osrataya. Everything is about the kavana. Scratch your head. So first of all, it's not a psikresha. It's a dovasha in a mischaven. It's a lagni chale. It's definitely not the derech. It's not a kli. So Mela, that's for sure okay. Right? We're not even discussing that. Person was never over on the Issa. You want to go now into the sugya of a person has to bring a korban chaftas to eager. If it's called a misasik, I don't know. We're not talking about that this moment of time. Sunflower seeds? You mean the bugs in the sunflower seeds? What do you mean? So you're talking about the bugs in the front sunflower seeds? No. The shell? That's moksa. The shell would be mutter. I'm not sure how it's connected to geysers, but it's a beautiful question. I love it. And it's important to say no, because you brought up the sugar of bugs in the sunflower seeds, which is a great sugar. And the fact that the shells are mutter as well. Somebody had to do it. Okay. Rabbi said we have to move on. You know what? I'll tell you what we're going to do. Rabbi said we have so much to discuss. In Mitzvah we're going to discuss the sugar of you, sugar of using a comb on Shabbos Kodesh. We're going to discuss the idea of a person pulling out white hairs from black hair. There's a lot to discuss, Mitzvah Hashem. Tomorrow we shall continue. Have a wonderful and beautiful day.